2: I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right,
3: Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who Doug really is not comfortable with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope. Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs.
2: Ah! I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm
3: pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's going to have it. Why? Oh, no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have...
4: Kind of an issue
3: with Buck Swope, right? It always goes back to Swope. Buck, Swope. Buck Swope, Buck Swope, Buck Swope, Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T.
0: Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 23. Hi, Iggy. A little later, we'll be joined by Iggy himself. But right now, let's flash back to January 2012. Well, oh, get on with it, motherfucker. Get on with it, motherfucker. Well, oh, get on with it, motherfucker.
3: Before you send in your emails today, it might be a good uh, opportunity for you to get some material from uh, uh, Iggy straight to the web interviews with uh, Henry Winkler and Adrian Barbeau. Now, now you uh, you brought out the shears and you did the editing on these. Uh, what, what do we have here?
5: Well, we enjoy the way Iggy begins his interviews and the way that everyone seems to know him so well. It went up a notch with Adrian Barbeau. Hmm.
6: Hey Adriana, it's Iggy Strode in St. Louis. How are you? We were going to do this today at uh... Oh,
5: hi,
7: Kenny. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you guys, I'm... Was he <laughs> me a voicemail? I've got an audition at three <laughs> thirty. I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you
6: need? Uh, I don't know, fifteen minutes. I'm okay. Looking forward to catching up. We haven't talked since the first novel came out, so. But was it hard going five months and every night getting naked in front of live <laughs> audience? I mean, Let's it's just different get right when you're on kind a of movie set and you got maybe ten or fifteen camera people there, but when you got an audience, I mean, that's got to be kind of nerve wracking, isn't it?
1: I mean, it was the time
7: when uh, you know hair had been on the on, on the boards and Oh Calcutta.
6: Hello, <laughs> that's it. I mean, your breasts were real and, you know, not a lot of shaving, so it was uh, the heyday <laughs> of porn.
2: Oh, yeah. for heaven's sakes! He didn't ask that!
3: She didn't respond. So, the phone rings, Ega he gets her voicemail. How many and, people
6: still have answering machines? Adrian Barbeau
3: does. And you can picture her running through the house when she hears
6: his voice. Well, hey, not man. running. i Siggy Strode in St. Louis. How are you? We were going to do this today at, uh... Oh,
7: hi, Kenny. How are you? I'm okay.
2: Where you been? I... <laughs> I've got an audition at 3.30. What's she auditioning for? And yet she knew him.
4: Hey, Hey, Kitty. Hey, Iggy. I
2: don't get it. I don't get it. How is he plugged into all these people? You think Barbeau went to hedonism? Oh, probably so.
3: Iggy's connected. Don't you get it?
2: I I get it now. I just don't know how he's done it. It's and then impressive.
3: the first question sounded like it was something about her yeah. getting naked as a jaybird
2: I think. she didn't really agree to do the interview he just <laughs> launched into his first question and it involved her being naked and she was fine with it if I tried that people would be screaming, slamming down the phone threatening to sue me and with him it's oh well sure well, I'm too busy to take your call I could hardly get to the phone in time why don't you, why don't you start asking me questions about being
6: naked
4: and she's okay with that? Hey, Iggy! Hi, Iggy!
6: Here's Iggy's audio postcard Jaws 3D and my favorite movie, Some Kind of Wonderful. We all know her from Back to the Future 1, 2, 3. All the right moves. Carolyn in the City. We are talking about Leah Thompson. Leah, how are you?
1: I'm very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good. I
7: made a miniseries in, uh, in St. Louis and like a month there. I love St. Louis. I was like when you
6: were twenty one, who would have known you got naked with Tom Cruise and all the right moves? Got yes, right it.
7: I did. It's it's so so wonderful to have people like you still remember something that you did so long ago. And I thank you.
6: She may be one of the most gorgeous women ever to hit the screen and your T V sets. We are talking about the lovely Bo Derek. Bo, how are you today?
1: I'm very good. Thank you. But this is this was
7: so much fun. I really get to make fun of myself.
6: And I watch the movie, and I'm watching and I love Dudley Moore, and this is going to be funny. And then this girl shows up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, and actually got his wife, Julie Andrews, to show her breast.
7: That was in...
6: SOB. SOB. Yeah. Yep. So he, was a, he, he, was, he had a way of getting women to do things. Tommy Boy, I mean, you know, you can do comedy. That was a great movie. I loved it.
1: I did,
7: too, and, and I when I look back, I get offered, you know, dramas and things, and I, I do my best, but comedy has been such good luck for me.
6: Bo, well, thanks for everything you're doing for the veterans and animals, and uh, keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Well, uh, thank you.
6: I said, nope, I want to interview Johnny Weir. Hey, buddy, you know, I love you. Keep up the good work. We will catch up soon.
8: Thank you. Love you, love you, love you. Ugh.
3: It's an audio postcard from Iggy straight to the web.
2: I didn't like uh, Bo Derek because she didn't say Iggy. She didn't say, thanks, Iggy. Thanks, Igman. A little stuck up. How does he have all these numbers? How do you just call Bo Derek? And she's happy to take the call and talk with Iggy. What has this guy got that we ain't got? (laughs)
3: Leah Thompson was very flattered that he remembered her scene. (laughs) What else do you remember
4: her for? That's all we remember her for. Hi, Yiggy! Hi,
6: Yiggy! The name of the show is, I said, Happily Divorced, and the name of the actress is the lovely Fran Drescher. Fran, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
6: I'm doing great. I am loving this show, and, uh... We all got to know you and love you and the nanny, but this is, you guys have teamed up again. You and your ex-husband have wrote this one. You're directing and producing this one as well as the writer and starring in it. And, you know, it's kind of like a bio series, uh, kind of like what happened to you, but the series is funny, and as usual, you're funny. I do
1: have a gay ex-husband, and we are happily divorced, and that's the premise of the show.
6: Obviously, we know you from the nanny, and... uh you know, people talk about the nanny, but I go back way back to the Hollywood Nights days. One of my favorite movies of all time, and uh, you, oh. and, you and New Bomb Turk, and I don't think a lot of people remember that you were in that.
1: I don't know, but there were a lot of people in it. Tony Danza was in it, and Michelle Pfeiffer was in it.
6: Yeah, and I don't remember. Did you get naked in that movie, by the way? Not me. No, you were no. The, you <laughs> were the, you were the hot one in that though.
1: I try.
6: (laughs) Thank you for everything you're doing with everything, too, not just cancer and LGBT, but uh, you're getting out there with a voice and uh, you're helping.
4: Oh, Iggy. Hi, Iggy. Hi,
3: Iggy. Uh, Iggy had a chance to catch up with Joan Rivers, though, for uh, Doug's birthday, and uh, we have that audio postcard. And uh, and I want to make sure that, Doug, you know that this is something Iggy did just for your birthday. Just for
6: me. I appreciate that, Iggy. Thanks. Yeah. uh
3: Stephen, do you have that thing ready at your disposal
6: and joining me now on inside stl.com is a lady that i've been in love with for a long time we are talking about joan rivers joan how are you i'm
1: great and i love st louis i always do the same tourist thing i go up i look over the city it's a great city
6: talk a little bit about the uh, e hollywood story i love these i love these because a lot of times they they you learn a lot about the people that you if- didn't know before but uh, how in depth are you and melissa going to get on this
1: very in-depth. They, they did it very, very smart. They interviewed us several different times on different occasions so they can go back and say, no, 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 how did you really feel about your husband's suicide? Or what really happened between you and, and Carson? Or what's it really like working with Melissa? And I'm sure they did the same with her.
6: I interviewed your daughter not long ago, too. What a sweetheart.
1: Yes, yeah, she told me. Yes, she is. And hey. smart.
6: Yes. Is she still dating the porn guy?
1: Uh, you'll find out on Sunday.
6: Okay, we'll find out. How's that? And speaking of porn, I got to ask you because you're always a very. speaking
1: the porn, you saw my little, you saw me. I saw porn, you. It finally came out. Don't me.
6: I've been waiting. I, I was hoping you would maybe get naked in the swimmer back in '68, but no, no, no such luck.
1: No, I begged them. <laughs> <laughs> I pleaded with them.
6: Well, I know you're always open about things, and, and I've, since I mentioned porn, uh, Octomom just did a porno movie. It's a, it's by herself. It's a solo. Your thoughts on that?
1: My thoughts are her uterus is so big they could put a whole studio in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they did the sound with all that echoing.
6: I'm not sure what kind of toy they're going to use.
1: I have no idea.
6: <laughs> I know you talk about all of the uh, surgeries, plastic surgeries you had. Do you get into it into the uh, in the uh, e true Hollywood story? And do you talk? Do you still talk about your sex life? I do want to know about your sex life because I I think your sex
1: lives are fascinating. I think you're bordering on necrophilia.
6: I think you're hot. I really think you're hot. You're still hot. Yeah, well,
1: you're you're in major trouble.
6: No, I would bang you right now if you let me.
1: Yeah, well,
6: what can I tell you? Well, I'm sure that was good, but I couldn't hear a word of it.
2: Was it good? Could you guys hear it? Couldn't hear it. Oh, it was probably good. Joe, was that good? Producer Joe might have
3: been able to hear it. See if he's got any thoughts.
0: Oh, it was fantastic, Tim. Yeah, you guys don't know what you missed
2: out. Joe on. checked Iggy. out. Hi, Iggy, hi Iggy.
3: Iggy just put up on the board that he has a surprise audio postcard. Uh, Iggy, can you tell us who it was with, or is it a deep tease of some? Pam Dover? Pam Dauber from yep. uh, Mork and Mindy. Oh.
6: Well, kind of a deep tease. You'll hear the beginning and the one question that I got to that I think you'll probably enjoy. I went from Lady Gaga on Saturday to this lady yesterday, so
3: let's take a listen.
6: Have kind of any en- English in an English? <laughs> <laughs> kind of an English accent. I'll give you some hints. An English accent and kind of old. Julie Andrews. Jesus Christ, already. Yeah, it was Julie Andrews. The
3: you were all with Julie Andrews God. yesterday?
6: Yeah, straight to the web.
3: <laughs> Why, she's only straight to the web? <laughs> she's like a superstar, granted for, you know, the Price is Right crowd, but still. what did she say?
6: Well, she's got a new book out, but uh, I had to get in the Showing the Boobs on SOB. Question in there. So what?
2: Yeah. What'd she say about that? Well, I don't know you'll listen. It's
6: a tease, Doug. Yeah, it's a tease. No. Where, is she where
2: a where is bigger it? star than Sandy Duncan or yes. for First? Oh no, Julie Andrews.
6: I was thrilled to talk to her. I've been a fan of hers for a long time, and her late husband Blake Edwards.
2: Yeah, how could you not be a fan of Julie Andrews? He was a superstar. I still Mary think Mary San- Poppins. San- Sandy Duncan. No, forget this. What, Sandy Duncan. What are you? What are you and Iggy talking about? Her showing her. Brand. She did a movie where she went topless. How was Which it? was shocking for Mary Poppins and the and the Sound of Music. What was she in, behind the green door? No. What was the name of the movie? Behind the Green Door. Sob. Sob was the movie. That should have been a tip off. What are you That's a member a of? Naughty A member of Mister Skin? <laughs> no. It was a big. It was a major motion picture, and it was a big scandal at the time. What what oh my God! What sweet year? little. I don't know what year. I would guess she has large breasts. Is that correct? I don't remember.
6: Yeah, I think they're, I would guess maybe 34C, maybe.
2: Oh, Doug, is that right? I, say, I don't know. Well, you and Iggy are together on I this one. I didn't see the picture. I just remember the controversy.
6: Mm-hmm. I'll pull Mr. Skin up for you when we get yeah, a little we'll break. do
2: that. All right, thanks. Right before it dies. Iggy, what year was that movie?
6: I want to say 81.
2: Doug, is that right? 81? I, right think, 80, I think 81. 81. I don't know. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. You're asking me what you're year the one that so You're on? the one that's talking about her going topless. It list. was a controversy. I don't remember the year.
6: Richard Mulligan was in the movie. Robert Preston was in the movie.
2: Uh, the Music Man. Robert Preston. Yes. Yeah. I hope he didn't uh, go topless. Iggy, I uh, wanted to get to this audio postcard,
3: uh, Doug, the one with Julie Andrews, and you remember seeing her breasts in 1981. I didn't
2: see the movie. I remember the controversy. I thought you were talking about like the the. the, the you're the first guy that referenced that. You I said, remember oh, the controversy. I didn't see the movie. You said that's when you signed up for Mr. Skin, and it wasn't
6: very underrated movie. One of the most underrated movies of all time, I think.
2: Think about it, Dick Donohue,
3: Iggy. Uh, let's uh, w- w- let's uh, hear what you had to say here totem. with, uh, with uh, Julie Andrews yesterday. This is straight to the wing, straight to the web. Uh, the great Julie Andrews with Iggy uh, Doug right here on okay. the Ryan Kelly Morning After.
6: Sure. And joining us now on InsideSTL.com is a lady that we all know from such movies as Mary Poppins, Sound of Music, Victor Victoria, 10, one Academy Award, six Golden Globes, three Grammys, including a Lifetime Achievement, along with the SAG Lifetime Achievement Award. We are talking about Julie Andrews. Julie, how are you?
1: I'm great, Kenny. How are you today? Kenny.
6: But I have to go back to SOB, and it's not because of what you did in that movie. I don't know how long it took your husband to tell you, uh, look, Mary Poppins, you need to take your top off.
1: is between writing it and it, being, and it being actually filmed, believe it or not. Oh, Thank You it is a good movie. I'm so thrilled that you selected that one to talk
6: about. Julie, great job on the book, and keep up the good work. I love right. you to death. Thank
1: you, Kenny, and lovely talking to you. Thank you so much. I never give up all my dreams, <laughs>
6: no, wait, okay? We're just, just a and famous...
1: I always just fought for what I wanted.
2: <laughs> Was that just a clip of a famous person saying your name over and over again?
6: No, we talked about the movie.
2: What did she say about going topless?
6: That was pretty much how she phrased it, that it was ten years in the making. Huh. She wouldn't get into detail about showing her breasts. Uh,
2: well, she seemed like a delightful person. Well, and
6: the rest of it was talking about her new children's book, so I didn't think that was very interesting to put in the audio postcard.
4: Nah. Hi, Yiggy! Hi, Yiggy!
6: And joining me now on Five of The Fan, KFNS. KFNS.com and InsideSTL.com is a man that uh, you see every week. You saw episode one last night and the final two hours, Kim's Fairytale Wedding at Kardashian event. Tonight, 8 o'clock St. Louis time on E! We are talking about the father of the bride, Bruce Jenner. Bruce, how are you?
8: I'm doing great. I got her down the aisle.
6: You did. and
8: That's uh... all I had to do.
6: <laughs> that's all they ever have you do, do you? You, you? I
8: know. That's exactly right. You know how it works, you know? I told my wife when the when the wedding was going to happen, and I, uh, I hear the intercom in the house go, Rouse, get down to the office. <laughs> okay, so I go down to the office, and I said, uh, yeah, well, what do you want? She goes, okay, I'm doing this wedding, and you cannot say a word to anybody. You know, I got the television show we're going to do with this. You know, like we sold the rights to the uh, the wedding dress to People Magazine. I'm this that, and you cannot say a word to anybody. If you do, I'll kill you. And so I said, "Okay, honey, this is how we work this thing." I said, uh, "You uh, tell me the date and where I'm supposed to stand, and after that, I don't want to know a thing." And uh, yeah, I mean, it was. Pretty interesting. I didn't even know half the stuff was going on. <laughs> see, I was on the golf course when a lot of that was happening, so it's uh, staying away. But, yeah, a lot of drama. You know, it's been 35 years since I won the games. Wow. Isn't that scary?
6: I see some of the things that happens to you on the show. You're like the dad in the show that uh, just just stay right. away from us, Dad. You don't know what you're talking about. We'll get it done. But love and loyalty is very important to the Kardashian clan. Did That's... you have any pointers for Chris before the wedding?
8: Uh, I did. <laughs> See, we have a new guy coming into the mix, and we have a very unique family. First of all, it's a very strong, tight-knit, loving family, okay? That's the bottom line. But also, we have very strong people, particularly the girls, very strong individuals, okay, who are opinionated. Uh, they may love each other, and but they they certainly can go right after each other, you know? And, uh, but the bottom line is everybody loves each other and you have these very strong women who I've realized, to be honest with you, just get out of their way. I mean, these girls are going to be just fine. And, uh, I think Chris has to learn that, you know, he comes from macho basketball and this and that and on and on and on. And, you know, it'll be a growing process where he's going to let go, you know, just let yourself go and let them do their thing. And I think in any relationship, you know, like Chris and I, we first got married. You know, the two individuals. How does this relationship blend? How do you make it work for both of you? That's a, and that's always a challenge.
6: Now you've got ten kids, obviously Kim, Chloe, yep. Courtney, and Rob, or stepchildren. Right. you have six of your own.
8: We're going to have boys' night out tonight. So I got Bert, unfortunately Brody's out of town, but I got Bert, Brandon, and a bunch of the other guys that we all go like motorcycling with and go play golf with tonight. It's Boys' Night Out at Ballroom Dancing. Wow. Wow. Can't say that very often. Hopefully you're filming that. <laughs> we should be, but we're not.
6: Maybe yeah. You'll get your own spinoff.
8: Yeah, that's exactly right.
6: Bruce and Ballroom okay. Dancing.
8: Yeah, men's ballroom dancing. It'll be great. Hi, Iggy.
4: Hi, Iggy. Uh,
3: Willie, what is this audio postcard that Iggy put together for us?
8: It is a
9: compilation of some of the... Finer interviews like S. Iggy's had throughout the past year, uh, names including uh, Eric Roberts, uh, Lisa Kudrow, Morgan Fairchild, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby from uh, Sopranos.
3: Bobby Bacala,
0: Stephen Shrippa. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Bacala.
2: All right, so, we, so shall we listen to it? Yeah. We keep talking about it. Who should? Yeah, in the background.
3: TJ wants airtime now. He's fighting. Oh, that, Alpina. Was Alpina. <laughs> that was Alpina. That
2: was Alpina. He wants to hear it too. We keep talking about it. Why, why are we teasing this well, thing? hit the either.
6: button. We are talking
8: about Eric Roberts. Eric, how are you, buddy? That was a nice setup. Thank you so much, man. My, uh, my wife has a lot of family in St. Louis, so they're my family too. Hi, family.
6: And they said hi back. I'm sure they're listeners. The million listeners we have, I'm sure they're listeners. Sure, why not? We're talking about the comeback, <laughs> and we're talking about the funny Lisa Kudrow. Lisa, how are you, dear?
7: I'm well, thanks. How are you?
6: I am great, thank you. Nine-year hiatus and you're back. How did it feel after nine years? I'm sure you were expecting season two in 2005, but nine years later they want you back?
7: I know, and guess what? I, I knew this show would, people would start to get it season two. <laughs> I knew that would happen. I didn't know it would be nine years later.
6: Uncle Steve's Pasta Sauce. Uh, you can get it all over uh, the country, Whole Foods, uh, the website. We're trying to get it here in St. Louis. We were talking about Steve Sharippa. Steve, how are you, buddy? Good, how
9: are you, Iggy? Guys, uh, you know, I don't know, who's going to play me? Maybe uh, Zach Efron or somebody
1: <laughs> will
6: play me. Play well, a
9: young Bobby Bacala, what do you think?
6: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> Iggy, you were good looking. Iggy,
1: you're not buying that, I see. Yeah, yeah.
6: We are talking about the lovely and talented Leanne Rimes. <laughs> Leanne, how are you, dear?
1: I am well, how are you?
6: Perfect. And how about that A whole interview without mentioning the chick from the Housewife show?
1: I bet you just did. <laughs>
6: I didn't, yeah, ask, I didn't ask any questions, though, did I? Okay, good,
1: thank you.
6: Dr. Funkenstein of P-Funk, Parliament what? Funkadelic. George Clinton joined us. I'm going to let you say the title because I think you can do it better than me.
1: Brother Steve, yo, like George, ain't that fucking kind of hard on you?
6: <laughs> my Boyfriend's Dogs. We're talking about the lovely Joyce DeWitt. Joyce, how are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. What a lovely introduction that
6: was. You know, I was always one of those guys that I didn't go for the the blonde bombshell. Uh, uh-huh. I, I always well, that's went big for of the you. other one so you <laughs> my table on that show. And I love to cook. And she has a new recipe book out, My Prairie Cookbook. Melissa Gilbert. Melissa, how are you?
7: I'm fine. How are you? I'm a
6: gourmet cook, and uh, I went mm-hmm. to I went to France oh. and studied and worked in Bermuda. And I just, oh my gosh. I love to cook. And I tried your shepherd's pie recipe out of the cookbook, and I have to tell you it's the best I've ever had.
7: Seriously?
6: I did, yes.
7: That's such a fantastic compliment. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. I can't wait to read that cookbook, because I always always marveled at how they were able to make a coconut cream pie out of nothing.
6: (laughs) I'm with Robert (laughs) Hedges. Everything they They made. They
7: literally had nothing. (laughs) Nothing.
6: (laughs) The name of the movie is perfect on paper. We are talking about the gorgeous Morgan Fairchild. Morgan, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. What a lovely intro. Thanks very much.
6: It's your typical glamorous bitch character that you love to play.
7: (laughs) Oh, that is so kind of you. Oh, oh,
1: great. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it.
6: <laughs> it was...
7: Come backstage. Come backstage and say hello. Ha, ha.
6: Okay. okay. It was after the seduction, and one night oh, I said, ha, Just go ha, in the okay. bathtub and pretend like you're Morgan, you're Morgan Fairchild. And she goes, Who? I said, Morgan Fairchild. She's in that movie, Seduction. She has a bathtub scene. You can you just go in there and pretend like you're her?
1: Well, I'm sorry she dumped you, but, you know, if a guy said that to me, I'd have dumped him too. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm
6: sorry. The name of the show is Cedar Cove, and we're talking about the lovely Andy McDowell. Andy, how are you this morning?
7: Just terrific. How are you, Iggy?
6: We all know her from Maw, all these people. From Escape from New York, Swamp Thing, Back to School, the lovely Adrienne Barbeau. Adrienne, how are you, dear?
1: I'm well, thank you, Iggy.
6: You got topless and Swamp Thing, and you got topless in Open House, and you, know, you did the uh, stag movie on, on, in the theater, Naked, that you get typecast that we're just going gonna to hire this broad so she shows her boobs.
1: That was a network star. Yeah, they'd probably put you on
6: there just so your boobs would flop around. The lovely Leah Remini. Leah, how are you, dear? Thank you.
1: I'm
7: so good. Thank you how so much. How long
6: <laughs> Tell my good buddy Kelly Stables I said hello. She's from St. Louis as well.
1: Isn't she amazing? I love Kelly.
6: She's a sweetheart.
1: She really is, and so
6: funny. I'm writing a book. Uh, when I get out of this business, I've been doing it for 20-plus <laughs> years. When I get out of this business, I'm writing a book about behind-the-scenes of radio, and I haven't really had a relationship in all those years with the people I work with. Is it possible when they make this into a movie that you're my love interest in the movie? Can we do that? Absolutely. All right, I'll have my people call gonna you. It's
1: be a long
6: hour or so, is it? No, no, it'll, trust me, it'll be a short one.
1: Great.
6: You'll break up with me okay. after a day, so it'll be a quick one for you. But
7: well, we're going to make out at least, yeah, once.
6: Oh,
2: yeah. Mm. Mm.
6: Uh, Doug, that's an
3: audio postcard from Iggy that he put together for this presentation.
2: His motto is, leave the audience wanting less. Mm.
4: (laughs) How does he get these people? (laughs) They all know him. Hi, Iggy!
2: (laughs) How do they know him? Man, and some of them are pretty big stars. That's right. I don't know how he does it. Lisa Kudrow, Friends. They hit it off. Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> Your favorite. Andy McDowell's a big star.
3: Sex Lives in Videotape. What was that, 2012? 13?
2: I don't know what year it was. Dr. Funkenstein? I don't think I know him. George Clinton, baby. P-Funk all stars. Yeah, ho-ho. Yeah, I don't know him.
4: Oh, Iggy. <laughs> hey, Iggy! Hi, Iggy!
3: Uh, Iggy got a chance to catch up with both Debbie Gibson and Judy Tenuta, and he put together what, what we call a little audio postcard.
6: And joining me now on InsideSTL.com, well, I loved her back in the 80s. I still love her, talking about the lovely Debbie Gibson. Debbie, how are you, dear? I'm good. How are you? You were big in the Strode household back in the 80s. My mm-hmm. sister would, little sister would walk around with her pants rolled up with two swatch watches on, and I wanted to <laughs> and I wanted to sleep with you, so you were big in the uh, oh, Strode my household. Oh, goodness. Who do you think looked better in Playboy, though, you or her? <laughs>
7: Well, I apparently didn't show enough, which is why they made me the pull-out cover instead of the cover cover. So she definitely had more guts. She showed more. Um, I did my thing my way and loved how I did it and wouldn't change a thing.
6: Uh, you both look fabulous, by the way.
7: It's trying to kind of play out the teenage
1: fantasy for people. <laughs>
6: It was definitely a fantasy, trust me. And joining me now on InsideSTL.com is a lady that, uh, man, I've loved her performance going back to the mid-'80s, and I actually met this lady in Jamaica, and uh, she was a lovely in Jamaica as she is in all of her stand-up, and she has a new book coming out next week, Full Frontal Tenudity. We're talking about the lovely and funny Judy Tenuda. Judy, how are you? Oh,
7: I'm good, Iggy. How are you? And you got
6: the the accordion.
7: Yeah, I did. It's so funny. That we met in Jamaica. We that did. That was my only time I've ever been she there. Yes, yeah, so and we
6: kept we kept talking to you, trying to get you to come back and get naked with us, but that never happened.
7: Yeah. Now you like to get naked, right? Hanging in Hito <laughs> was the name of the movie.
6: Yes, and I'm and still waiting to see it.
7: Yeah, I know. It never came up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I live in the uh, lovely uh, valley, so I live near right near Encino. Mm-mm. No, I can't do that because I'm not going to be naked. <laughs> Well, here's the part that got me about the hedonism, the kind, if you don't mind me saying this. One thing I say, they fed us very well. As you know, they had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then snacks. And there was, like, this buffet. And so, always at the breakfast buffet, I don't know, maybe it's my kid, And maybe it's just me. But there was always some old guy, old guy in a thong <clears throat> right next to me, you know, and his... Uh, I. I don't know, Dalmatian or his pup, what? in his pup tent, it would be like rubbing against the buffet. I'm like, dude, oh, please, I was planning on having those eggs. Is he still alive?
6: I think so. He still goes and he still wears the same thong and the same beanies. Is still the same douchebag.
7: You know, with the pot belly and the, uh, you know, uh, banana hammock. <laughs>
6: oh, come on. None of, none of us do. Yeah.
7: Iggy. All
6: right,
2: kid, I'll be good.
7: Okay. Take care.
2: Bye. You know this is the worst radio show in the country. <laughs> what was that all about? That was Iggy
3: with a uh, Judy Tenuta and <laughs> Debbie Gibson. It was a two for one special. And Judy
2: Tenuta remembered it. Why would he didn't interview them both at the same time? No. It was just edited, edited. Yeah. Made it sound yeah that he way. brought out the
3: shears.
5: Who's the uh, the hotel heiress that he had a thing with? It, that Iggy had a thing with? Yeah. Paris Hilton? No, 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 no. 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 The. Uh, Leona she, Helmsley? Yes. Yeah. He had a thing for Leona Helmsley. He had a thing with her. Ah, not for her, with her.
3: He slept with Leona Helmsley
5: on many occasions. You can't be serious. (laughs) The
3: Queen of (laughs) Mead? didn't she die years ago? Oh yeah, in prison, I believe. (laughs) She looked like a cartoon character. He slept with Leona Helmsley. I believe so. (laughs) (laughs) That couldn't Ah. be. That's like something the cat would come up with. It's just a strange non sequitur.
5: I know Iggy's listening. Text in. I'm pretty sure he told me that one time. Let's see, he has been texting my phone. I she looked kind of look like this. the Joker
2: on the
3: Batman movies. <laughs> she had that same mouth. Man. How did that happen? How did he she meet was uh, worth millions and millions of dollars yes. and lived like on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. <laughs> oh, I've gotta, I got to bang the guy from St. Louis who does the bowling show.
6: Oh, boy this guy is smooth. <laughs> I've interviewed a thousand celebrities and athletes over the years, but this one I'm actually looking forward to. And we are talking about Anne Haish. Anne, how are you? Hi. hi. It was ah! a Hey Hello Leona. Hi
4: Ah. <laughs>
3: I have never, I've been working here for close to 10 years. We're going to have a huge 10th anniversary celebration in June. I probably won't be here. But uh, but I've never heard anything about Iggy banging Leon Helmsley <laughs> ever <laughs> until Wouldn't this you moment. keep that
2: quiet if you were him?
3: <laughs> well, he banged Terry Weigel while Terry Weigel's husband Merle filmed it. <laughs> If I'm wrong, I, I think will... I heard a reaction from Stedman. That's very rare.
5: If I'm wrong, I will back down. I'm not sure, but he talked about. It. He was telling me a story. <laughs> okay, only... we hold on. I got a text. Here. I was half listening.
3: And now, regarding Leona Helmsley, he said one time he banged her in Bermuda. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she bought me a gold chain. Oh, God, help us all. Uh, You think Iggy was like a kept man? Uh, Like he was on her payroll or something?
3: He's like Tom Cruise in Cocktail with that older broad New York. Mm -hmm. He's a gigolo. Iggy. With Leona Helmsley.
2: (laughs) Someone needs to make a movie of Iggy's life, I think. How would you just happen to run into her in Bermuda?
3: How does that work? (laughs)
2: I live such a boring life. I go to work, I go home. I go to work, I go home. Other guys are in Bermuda with Leona Helmsley. <laughs> Stedman doesn't want to
5: go on the air, but he said um, Iggy's biography would be called Thank You, Iggy, I
2: Love
3: <laughs> Johnny Weir. Uh, Leona Helmsley, Iggy says, was 70 when he slept with her.
2: Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, wh- how old was Iggy? He'd have been th- probably 30 years younger than that, right? I guess it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. When you're a gigolo, you go mm-hmm. where the business is. Somebody had texted in something in regards to he sure it wasn't Sherman Helmsley. Oh, my. And not Leona Helmsley. Yeah, because oh he did run into Sherman down there, too, didn't he? Well,
3: let's break this down. If Iggy was born in 1960 or so, that would make Leona Helmsley 70 years old when he ravaged her. 70! How did it happen? Iggy sees a wrinkly woman in a bonnet. Strikes up a conversation about Medicaid. Did we mention she was in a bonnet?
2: <laughs> I don't believe so.
3: About Medicaid and what to eat to produce a regular bowel movement. Next <laughs> thing you know, he tosses her walker and next oxygen tank in his trunk, and they head to his room. Being a man whore is one thing, but this ultra-Freudian grandmother fantasy is just creepy, and he wonders why I wouldn't get naked with him. Sincerely, Judy Tenuta. Judy. No, it's actually the taco flavored kiss. Right? Taco flavored kiss. Or would you rather bang a post-op Trayani or a seventy-year-old Leona Helmsley? So Leona Helmsley was fifty years older than you when you
6: when you brought down the Queen of Mean May December. No, era. because she was she was maybe early sixties at the time, <laughs> I think, and I was late twenties, maybe.
3: Well, she was it wasn't as bad as you thought at that enough. time. The shrub situation, right around
6: then, yeah, it was, was it? Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> it was an old lady shrub.
2: Ah! No, was she a selfish lover?
6: It was, it was boring as hell. It was, was it just, really? It was just lay there, done. Let's then. She like was it before. like a, like a ten minute missionary session or did she have some tricks up her sleeve? No, she was boring. Just okay. wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh my! Were you guys flirting all night or? It was just cocktails, and then one thing led to another, and we went back. Where was Mister Helmsley? He might have been dead at the time. I don't oh, remember. well, then it wouldn't have mattered. Right. I didn't care. She didn't care, obviously. I got a bracelet out of it, and that's then she st- stiffed me in New York at the hotel. She wouldn't let me in. Couldn't even get into the hotel. Well, she's the one that said, if you're ever in New York, come by the hotel, and you got a place to stay, and they wouldn't. she wouldn't see me. I went to the hotel, and I had a place to stay, but I was going there to... No, nah, Mrs. Helmsley doesn't know who you are. She doesn't take visitors, and you have no appointment. She doesn't know who you are. Please leave. What like, that bitch?
4: Hi Iggy. Hi Iggy! Iggy,
6: are you there, Plowhawk? Plow Hi Iggy! Astro? Hi Iggy! Morning, gentlemen. I remember seeing a
2: picture of you, Iggy, in what appeared to be black lingerie. Well, you're not how looking very happen?
6: closely because they're all over the place. Well,
2: how <laughs> did that happen?
6: At Hedo Pajama Night, PJ Night. I don't wear pajamas, so the girls give me a little black uh, negligee, and I put on a pink <laughs> boa, and that's what I wear to PJ Night.
3: Were you with Sherman Helmsley that night? The late, great Sherman Helmsley, Mr. Jefferson, He was also on Amen.
6: Yeah, he was there. That he, he was in the PJ party with us, but he had on a, a hedonism tie-dye shirt and a pair of shorts. And this dude wouldn't leave me alone. Now I know why, but this dude was calling the room every day. Iggy, what are we doing tonight? Iggy, where are we going tonight? Dude, I'm going to dinner. I don't know what you're doing.
3: <laughs> Doug, you ever get don't harassed stole, uh, by, by Sherman Helmsley <laughs> while wearing
2: a black teddy? No, and I wouldn't think to scold the gentleman. So this Sherman Helmsley—he was
6: pretty aggressive with you. <laughs> he just called a lot, and then I found out later on why he was calling. So.
2: And this is while he was still a pretty big star.
6: Well, if you want to call going down and filming a movie called "Hanging at Hedo" for about two hundred bucks that he never got paid for, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well, but he'd done something before there to become
6: a star. If you were look, he was doing a show with a, a movie with Judy Tenuta. How big can he be? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Doug, she was a wonderful comedian with the yes. uh, accordion. Uh-huh. I You've remember. done an audio postcard with her, haven't you, G? I
6: have. I actually asked her about that, and she said, I've never gotten paid for that movie yet. I said, well, the guy who produced it is in jail, so. <laughs> this is hanging at Hito? <laughs> you can find it online. I think <laughs> did, did I
3: hear the Plowhawk? Yeah. Hear Plowhawk's like a live studio audience <laughs> back
6: there. <laughs> yeah, it's online somewhere. I don't think it was ever released, but somebody <laughs> released it online. I was supposed uh, he, to be in the. Uh, I was supposed to be in the scene in the, uh, in the gym in the workout room with Helmsley and that chick from uh, Baywatch. <laughs> Baywatch. I forgot which one it was. Um, Yasmin Bleeth. Yasmin no, Bleeth. It was the first Nicole ble- Eggert. The first black pre bulk. The first two girl. She was the first black uh, Baywatch girl. Oh, Tracy Bingham. Tracy Bingham. She was in the movie. She's beautiful man. She dug She
2: fine. Okay. Man. She fine.
6: Yes. But it was like eight o'clock in the morning. I said, dude, I go to bed at like five down there i'm not getting up in three hours to come over here and film this so i didn't do the scene
3: you're gonna be in a scene <laughs>
6: <laughs> what were you and helmsley doing together in the gym that
3: sounds like an mmf
6: i actually had a, an action scene i don't think there are any words if i remember correctly but there was this
3: <laughs> action scene look at macgyver here
6: <laughs> there was this midget in the uh, in the he was supposedly Vern troyer's cousin he said he was
3: <laughs> that's, that's how i get in the part is <laughs>
6: claim to fame um I said, the only the only similarity is you're both, like, three feet tall. But I was supposed to, like, kick him in the ass, I think, in this scene, and I just didn't show up for him.
2: You didn't show up for your part in a movie. What were you I'm doing? I'm not getting there at 8 Sleep o'clock in the morning.
6: He just said he was partying all night, Doug.
2: That's a movie And I knew role. this
6: movie was never going to be released anyway. <laughs>
3: so, no, so hold on,
2: who was in the scene?
3: You, Sherman Helmsley, Judy Tenuta, and Vern Troyer's cousin? <laughs>
6: I don't believe Judy was in this scene. I think it was Sherman Helmsley and Bingham. Bill Troyer,
4: <laughs> yeah, William Troyer's T-Troyer. cousin,
6: and then a bunch of extras just acting like they're working out. That's and I was a supposed fine to walk in the door, cast. and he was. I think the scene was is that they told me, explained to me that he was on of a piece of equipment that I wanted to use, <laughs> and I said something to him, and I kicked him in the ass or something.
2: Sure, you had to. Yeah, we got Troyer's cousin.
4: <laughs> I'll,
6: put a, I'll Troyer. put a picture of him on Facebook. You can see if he looks the same.
4: All right. Hi, Iggy!
3: Hi, Iggy! Uh, You know, Iggy, who is uh, a friend of the show, and really uh, his signature outside of trips to hedonism, uh, audio postcards, Doug. It's really his special. Oh, does he have another one?
2: He does. Carved out a niche. He has. He has.
3: uh, It's fun with audio. It's presented by Llewellyn's Pub, and Iggy uh, was kind enough to send over... This wonderful interview uh, that he did with Courtney Stodden uh, yesterday. You're familiar D- with D- her, I that? am not. Who is she? Uh, she is married to the guy who was the mean spirited bailiff in the Green Mile.
2: Prison oh, guard? Sure. Bailiff? Prison guard. Ket- yeah, I know. A
3: bailiff is a guy in the courtroom. Right? I apologize. No. Either way, he's in his 50s, uh, she's in sheesh. her early 20s. 21. Yeah, uh, but uh, they uh, the, the Hutch Doug Hutchins. Doug Hutchins uh, they got married. It caused a lot of uh, attention because people have been monitoring the cast of the Green Mile for a while and uh, their cool. love
2: lives. Doug, it was they got wedded at the Chapel of Flowers in
3: Vegas. They did. Is that right? They did indeed. And uh, at the time, I think she was what age, Jennings?
2: That would have been. Uh Seventeen, I 17, believe. Seventeen. Oh, you yeah. need parents' permission still at that
3: 17. age, don't you? I'm 16. not sure her parents were involved. Uh, so she's kind of become a reality television
6: slash TMZ slash sex tape star, and uh, we felt like we needed to hear from her. She has a new single out. We're going to talk about that. And she has a five-year anniversary coming up this month as well. We're talking about Courtney Stodden. Courtney, how are you? Good
7: morning, Iggy. Hey, how are you? People said it wouldn't last. And you know what they say, five years, and... In, in uh, Hollywood is like 50 years, right? So <laughs> <sounds like> <laughs> we're very happy. We, we feel very um, great right now and, and really strong and resolute in our union. Oh, my.
6: Yes. Uh, the sex tape, which I have to say, and don't take this the wrong way, I mean, just stunning. I mean, it is, you are gorgeous <laughs> in this video. <laughs>
7: Oh, thanks. Well, well, <laughs> like or go to the beach, or something like that. But I'm really a laid-back girl, and I like I like staying home and spending time with my family and and sleeping.
6: <laughs> yeah, and thank you for getting up early because it's like seven
7: thirty. Yeah, you're special. My goodness, I would have never done this for anybody else.
6: <laughs> well, we got to wrap it up, but thank you so that much. Was
2: it? <laughs> He got to the most important part. He wanted to tell her how good she looked in the sex tape. Oh, that—that that was the entire interview. <laughs> stunning in oh, the that? sex tape.
4: <laughs>
2: well, you don't hear that very often on the <laughs> sex tapes. You hear a lot of different things, but not stunning. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And he knows them all. He he's, knows everyone. He's all. they know him. Yep. Yeah,
4: that's what's more. Hi Yiggy.
2: whoever he calls. Speaking with Sophia Loren.
4: <laughs> Hi Yiggy. Come on.
2: <laughs> you look stunning in that sex in the
4: tape. Sex uh, the game. sex
6: tape, which I have to say, and don't take this the wrong way, I mean, just stunning.
2: Uh, how would you take that, Doug, if somebody, I mean, when, when your tape came out and they right. started saying you were stunning. Usually stunning is reserved for a person's face. You don't see a whole lot of the face, do you?
3: Depends. <laughs> and the Kardashian one, quite often, it
2: was it moving was really, forward. Was like was got, oh, no, face. a face.
3: Headboard, no. he got a head, that J. That he was... No. Yeah, he was... He was focused. Hi,
4: Yiggy! Hi, Yiggy!
3: Mia Khalifa, 1.4 million Twitter followers, 300,000 Instagram followers, and uh, a very, very loyal audience. Mia, good morning.
1: Good morning.
6: Now, watching the videos, um, and I have, you seem to enjoy it. Now, (laughs) did you, you know, and a lot of girls don't when they first get into it, they're kind of timid and, you know, I'll do this because I need the money, but... You know, you seem to enjoy... Were you sexually active young at a young age? No, but that's a weird question. <laughs> well,
2: it is,
3: is kind
6: of weird. Why is it weird? Because you... That's a you,
1: really creepy
6: question. Why is it creepy? Well, I
3: mean, it, 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 I think I understand because... because you, you're, like you Because you're
6: underage at the time. No, I did. don't mean underage, but... But, but if she's born in 98... Weren't you like 20 but, when you started? No,
1: it's... That with that <laughs> uh,
3: heads oh, up, man. Doug, there's, oh, a, the there's, a, there's a Westie to... on the loose. Right. But uh, no, the, the, because she was born in 98... And therefore, she at the most can be 19 years old. Well, I thought she was like
6: 23 years old. Oh,
3: well, that's the, that's the I'm reason.
4: 23.
3: Oh, you are 23. I thought you said you were born 98. Yeah. No, I was
1: 23.
3: So if you're 23
6: uh, and you just started doing it and you only did it for three months, you could have been 18, 19 at a young age. I'm not saying young. I'm saying legal. Okay.
5: Well, then I'm just saying I'm uncomfortable with the
3: question.
6: Well, then don't answer it.
3: Oh, now, Iggy, don't, we're now going to get sideways. We don't want to get sideways with the guest. We don't want to get sideways with the Thank them. you. As there it is. Mia, we're, we're losing the, the, the signal a bit, so we're going to let you go. But thank you so much for dropping by the program.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. There she go is.
3: Ca- Mia, All right, thank singing, you, Mia. Mia Khalifa here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Hell broke loose
6: when Iggy asked about her sexual. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't mean it to, to sound creepy. I mean, she's 23 years old, and she just got out of porn, so I could go back five years when you're 18. You just seemed to enjoy what you were doing for a girl just getting into the business. So were you sexually active before that, that you really enjoyed it? How creepy. Why is that creepy?
4: Hey, Iggy. Hi, Iggy.
3: Hey, uh, Iggy had a chance to catch up with Meg Tilly yesterday.
6: (laughs) The name of the movie is The War Machine with Brad Pitt and my next guest, Meg Tilly. Meg, how are you?
7: I'm good. How are you, Iggy? Hi, Iggy.
6: How's your sister Jen doing?
7: Jen is doing great.
6: Yes, I love both of you. I I usually talk poker when I talk to your sister, but. um...
7: She started off winning the gold bracelet for the best female poker player in the world, and then she, you know, has won a a lot. She's been in the money, and.
6: She's still dating Locke?
7: Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you kidding? They're so so sweet together. They're such a good couple.
6: Yeah, I, when I talk to my friends about, you know, your movies and her movies, and I usually talk poker, and then I talk about Agnes of God, and yeah. most of my friends just want to compare the the Tilly sister breast in the movies, but... oh
2: Yeah. <laughs> done. Are we done? <laughs> she hung up right there. That's <laughs> my favorite. That's so great, Iggy. This is my favorite.
3: <laughs> Iggy, do you think she hung up on you? Is that is that what happened? You ask about her and her sister's breasts, and no, <laughs> then right. there's...
6: No, I think I was I was going long because it, it, I didn't put it in there. But at one point I was talking, and you could hear the voice very m- muted. I got to wrap up. Got to go. Um, so I just think uh, they hung up on me because I was going long.
2: Now, hmm. I, I see it a little differently based yeah, I'm on sure you do. my forensics uh, work. Uh, there was a big pause after you uh, put that last question out, and then all of a sudden – I'm not saying that uh, that she hung up, but I think her handler – uh, hung up because they felt the uh, the question was a little bit out of bounds. Mm. Hey,
4: Iggy! Hi, Iggy!
3: As I patiently await Iggy's interview with the great Burt Ward of Batman fame, it reminds me of some of Iggy's interactions with women. Hey, would you like to go to Hedo with me? Zoom! Just reach a little further back into that trunk. Salam. At what age did you become sexually active? Pow! My friends and I prefer your sister's breasts. Click! Keep up the good work, Leatherface. That's from Webster mm.
2: peaker. Webster plus America. Ween Peaker. Uh,
3: let's see. Sea Monster says there's a creep factor involved in Iggy's postcard today. Doug, what is... What the hell happened with You left a postcard? Iggy got an audio postcard? I didn't even know about it. Burt Ward. Oh, there it is.
6: Oh. All right, let's take a listen there, uh plow Brewer. Oh, his, his sidekick on batman Bert ward you knew him as robin burt ward Bert, how are you this morning fine citizen the stories that we're reading in a couple of papers about the orgies and the girls that that uh, eight girls in a night and you and adam were, were banging them two at a time here we go is this story true or was that a fake story out of uh, england
9: it starts with a minnow and becomes a, a great white shark by the time the story gets finished. I mean, how much can you do wearing that costume, right? Big
1: mean, laugh. Man was
9: not built great for built. type. Yes, this was a period of the '60s when there was the flower children, you know, the free love and all that stuff. And when Adam and I were single, yeah, we were normal guys. We go out and have a great time. But and and you know, and obviously, you know, being celebrities, it's somewhat attractive to. Uh, you know, ladies and stuff
6: they were quoting you as saying, You know, hey, the, with this costume, you know there's a reason we stood with our legs apart and our hands on our hips and our bulges out, okay. and Adam banged eight in the in the in the trailer and uh I mean,
9: there were issues about how we fit in our costume, but we weren't exposing that, we weren't trying to make something bigger than it was, <laughs> God forbid. You have all these beautiful women on Batman. You definitely have to cover with your cake.
6: I guarantee you Robin was banging that.
9: <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, remember, I'm only 15 and a half as Robin, okay? I mean, I'm all American apple pie antiseptic citizens of Gotham.
6: But on the show, 21, give me a bottom line in one day, you and Adam, the most you ever hooked up with in one day.
9: You mean villains?
6: Well, add villains. Are you but talking then... about Villains and then add in chicks.
9: Are, are you? Are you still back at that?
7: Are you, <laughs> Iggy? Do you mind wrapping? I'm sorry. He has to move on for a live show.
6: Sure. Uh
9: oh. Thank you, citizen.
6: All in right. Thanks, buddy.
9: Thank
2: you, buddy. He's still living the part, isn't he? Boy, it's it, it sounds it's like, a little much,
3: Doug. It sounds like once Iggy decided to go back to how many women
2: he banged in a day, the PR rep jumped in on the yeah, call. You know that's enough.
7: Iggy, do you mind rapping?
2: I'm sorry. I ha- he has to move on for a live show. Sure. Yeah, a live show. We're, we're, sure. He what, does. what did he
3: have to do? Uh, sure. Was he, he on Bernie next? He still sounds <laughs> like
2: he's about 25 years old. Uh, how old is he? In 70s. <laughs> and he started the interview like he was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wow him with showmanship. And he's still still looking for the laugh, reading the same Batman lines 50 years later. Now
6: look, they were six minutes late getting to me.
7: Iggy, do you mind wrapping? I'm sorry. Have, he has to move on for a live show.
6: <laughs> keep answering So you that cut question. me short because right. the the people before me went six minutes long. It's not yet, fair, boy. But yet at eight minutes, you're cutting me off.
2: Well, you were asking body questions.
6: <laughs> what else are you gonna ask Bert Ward after those <laughs> interviews came out about eight at a time? We got kicked out of orgies with Frank Gorshin. What else am I gonna ask him? <laughs>
9: You're listening to Swope's Picks on
6: InsideSTL.com.
0: And we're pleased now to be joined by the great Iggy Strode. Iggy, what's up?
6: Swope, how are you? I don't know about great, but thank you for that introduction. Well,
0: well, I'm doing pretty well. So we're talking straight to the web. Your interviews with kind of uh, former A-list actresses for the most part. When did you first start really asking the kind of, you know, talking about them getting topless? How far back does that go?
6: somehow I got into, and I want to say it might have been Catherine Bell, who I've been attracted to forever. And I got the opportunity to talk to her about JAG. And I just remember her getting topless in a very old HBO show called Dream On. And I asked her about that show. And we talked about how great, what a great show it was. And she goes, yep, the only one I'd ever get topless for. I said, yeah. I said, but there's another one too. And I brought up another one where she was kind of doing side saddle on a chair naked. So it came out kind of creepy, but I said, you know what? This is perfect for the morning show. Um, So I'll just cut a little clip of me talking about her boobs, and it just kind of took off that they enjoyed it. So from that point on, every time I got an actress that I know got topless, I somehow got that into the interview where it just became a staple. But I think it was Catherine Bell was the first one I interviewed and brought
0: up her boobs you're interviewing these actresses when there's probably not that many people calling to interview them at, at, you know, at kind of a period of their life where maybe things have died down. So you're coming along asking them about when they were still hot, and they're all, all too willing to participate. Mary Poppins, I think, was the big one, Julie Andrews, and you asked her about SOB. How long had you been trying to get her booked?
6: Julie Andrews for a while, and then it just so happened, I think she came out with a book. So I think we talked about the book, and then I got into that, and I was a big fan of her husband, Blake Edwards. He did so many great movies, and The Pink Panther and everything with that. And he just, for some reason, blurted out how long it take to say, hey, Mary Poppins, the top's coming off. So she kind of laughed a little bit. But I was stunned to say that they were working on that for 10 years. And, I mean, she was probably next to maybe, I don't know, Judy Garland back in the day. Somebody you never thought would ever get naked. And when she just... Flash the booze on sob. By the way, a very underrated movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I
4: have not. So, but... I'll have to check that one out.
6: Yeah, and then we talked a little bit about Ten, which, you no, know, she'd always done like family movies, and then she started getting into R movies where she cussed a little bit. But then when the top came off, that was like, wow, Mary Poppins got naked. But that was kind of an in there that because she had a book out. It was back in the day. It changed now, but back in the day, you had to call SAG out in Los Angeles, Screen Actors Guild. And you were allowed to get three contact numbers every phone call. So there was days I would spend three, four hours on the phone. And hopefully you weren't going to get the same person every time. And if you did, you kind of changed your voice a little bit. But you would call and say, yeah, I need a, I need a contact uh, number for a few actors and actresses. And you would just blurt out the three you wanted. And you would either get an agency or in some some cases, some of the old-time actresses, just hell, you know, their phone number is what you got um like uh susan Onspot uh just gave out her phone number and we kind of hit it off where after about three weeks of talking to her late at night in her hollywood home she was wanting to have phone sex um so how was it it was it was fun but you know she was she came across as kind of a loner like she never left her hollywood home she's laid in bed and just talked and didn't really go to parties and so I felt kind of bad. And then she invited me to LA to have lunch. I said, eh. I said, I really don't have the money to fly out to Los Angeles for lunch. But I always thought she was attractive back in the day. In that movie, she was attractive. And then I think she did I don't think it was called Mandingo, but she was in a movie with Ken Norton where it was just sex after sex after sex scene with Ken. Ken
0: Norton, the uh the boxer.
6: Boxer. Yeah. The father of the football um, player. So that was uh, one of the numbers I got as from SAG. just happened to be your home number. You know, you want to book me for something, call me at home.
0: And what era was this that they were just giving out numbers to any creep who called in to pretend to be somebody?
6: I'm not a creep. I was actually doing interviews. I'm guessing, God, it was probably no more than 70 years ago they were still giving oh, out numbers. Oh, they were still doing this recently. Oh, okay. Some were so happy that somebody wanted to talk to them. It was, you know, pretty easy. And other ones still didn't want to do anything.
0: You did Burt Ward.
6: He was available again last week.
0: Maybe a chance um, to ask him about the orgies three or four more times.
6: No, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the record straight right now. None of those people hung up on me because of the questions. I had gone long, and if you know anything about these radio tours, guests did not hang up to me. They have nothing to do with it. Nothing to Her do with it. did not hang up on me, and the chick who, I forgot the it chick was, that they hung up on It was it on
0: Meg me. Tilly, and you were talking about the Tilly sister breasts. Yeah, she didn't hang up on me because I was uh, like four minutes late for that one.
6: I only get 10 minutes, and I think I was already 14 minutes into that you gotta one. They get, just you got to
0: time your questions better, maybe around the eight-minute mark.
6: Yeah, but I have a tendency to BS with the uh, guest before they come on, like Ann Heche last week. I had 10 minutes. Her and I, I bs for seven minutes before the interview started, and I said, oh, my God. I said, I got three minutes for this interview now.
0: Did she say a lot of stuff off the record that you wouldn't have been able to use?
6: No, it wasn't off the record. I put it together. and I asked her to sign something for Gobble Bowl, so by the time
0: we got done with all
6: that, I had three minutes left for the really interview. Right.
0: Back to the one who was living in the house in, in California who invited you to lunch, and you were like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to make that. Who was that again? Susan Ansbach. Susan Ansbach. What was she in?
6: She was in uh, Played Against Sam with Woody Allen and a movie with Ken Norton. I don't know if it was Mandingo, but it was something like that. Okay.
0: We'll have to have to check IMDb.
6: Uh, to, to... Check her Check her out. Man. Get some of her younger pictures. She was... um. Yeah, she was like a bohemian, is how I would explain her, but...
0: Okay, we'll we'll, we'll check it out. I will make note of that. So, uh, the non-gay outed you uh, that you had a one-night fling in Bermuda with Leona Helmsley, correct?
6: That is right, and that was not for radio consumption. I told him we were sitting back in the producer's room BSing one day, and we were just talking about Bermuda, and I just happened to say that I banged Leona Helmsley, and uh, he went on the air and said that. That wasn't for... I wasn't to be blurted out on the air on the morning show that I banged Leona Helmsley, but now it's out there. So what am I going to do? Not like I was bragging about that.
0: <laughs> and so you did find your, she said, you know, come on, if you're in New York or whatever, it was probably just a line, but you were in New York and you actually took her up on it and you got, you got faded by the, by the handler.
6: Yeah, I did. Um, at the time I was, eh, I wouldn't say I was dating her. I was banging a chick from New Jersey who came down to a Bermuda and I would, yeah, I had so I was making such good money up there, and I really had no expenses.
0: You were making money in New Jersey?
6: No, Bermuda.
0: You were making money in Bermuda.
6: So I could fly to Jersey. I could fly is her it, from New Jersey gigolo, to
0: Bermuda. gigolo, or as a bartender, or as a hustler, or
6: waiting tables at the Sinesta Beach Hotel, okay. making and probably I don't know a thousand a week.
0: Like Steve Martin and Michael Caine and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, you were just seducing these moneyed women like Leona Helmsley, and then when you go to you happen to be in New York cuz you had this bang buddy in New Jersey and uh you were visiting her and then while you were on that you visited Leona Helmsley is that is that where this is going
6: well i had a hotel at the radisson at the new jersey airport that's where i always stay cuz it's close you get off the airplane you go to the hotel and then it's not too far to hit the subway to go into manhattan and it was fairly cheap so i had this reservation but when i got there i said you know what I checked in the hotel and I said, I'm just gonna go to Manhattan. I was having she was coming to the hotel for dinner that night, the chick I was banging. I don't know, maybe her friends listen. Uh Anna Cardente. If anybody knows where Anna Cardente is, tell her to call me. Um I'm sure it's
0: in PLTDs.
6: <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know. She may have a long lost friend who knows her and is living in St. Louis. Anna Cardente, have her call me. Nice Cuban girl. It's fun too. The first time I went up there to meet her parents, they didn't speak English. She forgot to tell me that. That was a nice weekend. How am I supposed to talk to your parents? They you speak no English? <laughs>
0: well, uh, it's kind of a freebie then.
6: But, yeah. But anyway, um, so I went into Manhattan and I went by the hotel. I said, she told me if I'm ever here to look her up and, you know, she'll take care of a hotel room and have dinner. So I said, oh. So I did it. And <clears throat> I didn't tell her secretary whatever. Hey, tell Leona, the guy she, she had in Bermuda here. I said, Kenny Strode, we met in Bermuda and came down and said, sorry, Mr. Strode, uh, Leona, Doesn't know you, doesn't remember you, uh, and I don't know what you mean by a free hotel, but she doesn't know you. I guess she didn't want anybody to know that she had met somebody in Bermuda, but anyway, she faded me, and I got no hotel, so I had to go stay at the Radisson, but anyway, that's the last time I even mentioned her name. Yeah,
0: I mean, it was probably just a case of she already, you know, had some D uh, reserved for that night, and uh, she didn't need... She didn't need your services, but if it had been on like a Tuesday, maybe a different Tuesday, it might have just might have just worked out.
6: Look, I don't know how many dudes this guy with this chick was banging, probably none. So <laughs> I just think she was embarrassed that it happened and didn't want any of her employees to know. That she <laughs> I do believe you, you would have to check it because I don't really care. I didn't ask her. Why Aren't she you married? Prison? Didn't she go to prison? Yeah, she did. But I think that her husband had died before I banged her.
0: Not that that bothers me if he was still alive. It's, I don't really it's care. A but... critical, it's a critical detail that we will have to uh, have to dig into.
6: No, I don't know. I don't care. I didn't ask her about her husband. I knew she was married at some point. I do not know if he was dead or not. I didn't care.
0: Um, Mia Khalifa, who wasn't necessarily a fan of your line of questioning, uh, it's out now that she's participating in these publicity stunts that basically are... You know, she, her pretending to slide into uh, Gilbert Arenas' DMs, and then he blows her up, and it was all a publicity stunt. And, you know, this is a someone who was very offended by your questioning about sex, and she's making that, I mean, that's how she's trying to market herself is, uh, I mean, obviously she's famous because she was an adult actress. Uh, any thoughts on Mia Khalifa? Yeah, she
6: was famous because she glazed about a thousand times in a movie. Um yeah, I mean, what I asked wasn't creepy because I went back and I heard two other interviews she did when they basically asked the same question, at what age did you lose your virginity? Now, how is that different than what age did you become sexually active? And I actually made it sound like, you know, not just coming straight out and saying it. I preface it by saying, you seem to enjoy yourself so much where a lot of the girls just kind of go through the motions. So you must enjoy sex. Instead of saying, "When did you lose your virginity? I said, when did you become sexually active? No, what is the
8: difference,
0: I, I went back. I, was, and I, wrote, I think he said, Did you enjoy sex young? Which I don't know, I don't know how that's any different. But yeah, it's the same question.
6: Um. same question. And she laughed at the other two. Huh, well, uh, fourteen when I was fourteen, uh fifteen anally. I mean, so she's she's laughing and asking the questions, but I'm a creep. Now listen, you're you're an attention whore. That's all you are. Everything <laughs> you do is made up. And if you want to tell me and if you go back and listen to the interview we did with her and she put on the um,
8: Arab scarf, whatever it's
6: called. I don't know the term for it. I really don't. I'm not being mean. I don't. I don't know what it's called. She's she's Arab or Muslim, and she said that the ISIS was after her and they wanted to kill her. I guarantee you that was all made up. She said they. I didn't no, want to no, no, do man. it. I, they
0: don't. They don't. They don't play over there. I know South Park. It's the only time South Park I think was ever retroactively censored was over that. Uh... Over depicting Muhammad, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff when it comes to that.
6: Well, it could be, but when she said I didn't want to do it, and the director talked me into it, so I did it, and I wish I wouldn't have done it. I guarantee you, she was all for doing because she knew she knew the publicity she would get out of it. So don't yeah. tell me you didn't want to do it. I, don't know.
0: I do think she does uh, use sex to promote herself, and so it's kind of hypocritical for her to act all offended about a question about sex.
6: She got coming to her what's coming to her, and that's why I love my girl Ju- My girl Lisa Ann just ripped into her. So thank you, Lisa Ann.
0: Well, that's good. We always we always enjoy Lisa Ann. All right, Iggy, it was great talking to you. We'll see you at the next TMA Live uh, or whatever the next event is where I see you. All
6: right, buddy. Great right. job.
9: You're listening to Swope's Picks on InsideSTL.com.
0: Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. Special thanks to Iggy for joining us. Well, get on with it, muff mother... Get on with it, Oh mother... well, Get on with it, muff. Mother... Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the matchup.
2: If I put out, if I put out,
7: boy whore, boy whore. So I'm sitting, nakers, drinking my cup
5: of coffee. You filthy boy whore.
2: You're gonna get a mail order lady boy. Hey man, you're freaking, that's cool for sure. <laughs> I'm not active in the prostitution community, really. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing Iggy there in his little banana hammock. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> boy whore, you're playing little baby games.
2: You're playing little, little, little baby hat- games. Hat- is having to have sex with this gross, creepy old guy. He had to get butt pregnant. <laughs> I'll suck it up and do it because this is gonna make me a star. If I I put out dad's hooking up at the games dad's fooling around with one of the other fathers looking for sex i mean do your
8: thing man if you, can, if you can get your cuckold on do it i hope your wife wasn't there when you were playing with the boy whore if i was at a soccer game and i was a 20 something dad <laughs> i would go for the more
7: experienced more mature dad
9: interested in an older dad my father-in-law <laughs> <laughs> like, that's awkward <laughs> something's awkward
2: there what he's a Prostitute banging Hoosier.
9: Having the time what? of his
2: life. You are a special, special man. You watch him now on the screen. Wait a second. Did you watch it or did you not watch it? It's not really what you would <laughs> fantasize about. Masturbated doing... into a potted plant. He's a horse's ass for doing that. What decade do you live in, bro? Gag me with a spoon. Boy whore. Boy whore. Geez, why does everybody want to sleep with me on the text line?
4: <laughs> 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 oh,
2: this is a real peach. Oh.
3: Thank you. Thank you for the delicious boy whore.
2: With the Lucky
7: Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
8: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.